Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And now, a Boston original on Boston Sports Original. It's Christian Arcan on WEEI. Hour number three here. It's Boston Sports Original, WEEI. Christian Arcan here with you until about 4 o'clock. Then it's the Bradfoe Show. Talk to our baseball. Bradfoe's, I'm sure, got a lot to say about uh, all that. All that news about Alex Cora. Um, I wanted to talk this segment here about Tom Brady's retirement video, which uh, played this week. We all saw it. You can now buy the sand he was sitting on for like $1,000 on eBay. I'm not even kidding. Isn't that the most ridiculous thing ever? Um, yes. And also ridiculous, The um, <laughs> you can buy the water from, uh, what's the ride they're changing at Disney? Um, oh, uh, Splash Mountain? Splash Mountain. I guess Splash Mountain's right. I had no idea that Splash Mountain even had a uh, political slant. I was not aware of that. I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, I didn't know that. I'd been on Splash Mountain, but they're like, oh, yeah, Song of the South, Dixieland. I'm like, I didn't remember any of that from God. I went, I went to Disney like a long time ago, obviously. I was like a little kid. And I just remember you're in a log, and you go down, and the water splashes up, and that's the whole thing. I don't remember any southern undertow or anything about that. I just I don't remember. But I guess if that's there and they want to change it, fine. But now, like people are selling the water from the, from like the racist one, like selling that on eBay for money, and I don't know who's buying it, but probably the same people who are buying the sand that touched Tom Brady's taint when he was sitting on the uh, when he was sitting on the beach making his retirement announcement. Um, I gotta say, that retirement announcement was pretty depressing. That's the main takeaway that I had. I thought it was a depressing announcement. I didn't feel good when I watched it. I didn't feel like celebrating Tom Brady's career. I didn't feel like he was celebrating himself or his career or anything like that. It was sort of a sad, it was a downer. Like it was for a retirement announcement, usually when athletes, especially older athletes, announce their retirement. And I know that he did last year, he had his Instagram post with the pictures and fine, I guess. That never really seemed like a real announcement. But I think that's kind of why I don't like this one. Like, the one last year, it wasn't a real announcement. He didn't really retire. It was all just to get what's-his-name fired, right? You know, Arians just wanted Arians fired. And he didn't want to stay home with his kids either, so whatever it was. <laughs> but you sort of knew that there was there was something else to it. This isn't the real announcement. No, the real announcement, when he really retires, oh, it's going to be great. This was, like, worse. And I don't mean it was worse in the sense that, you know, it, this one is also going to be fake or whatever, but, like, in terms of the aesthetic quality to it, it's just him sitting there on the beach sort of blubbering into the, t- you know? Like, it was that was the whole thing. Like, there wasn't any, 
this is the greatest football player, maybe one of the greatest athletes of all time, retiring from football at a ridiculous age to still be playing. And it's, you know, like, I don't know. I just, I thought it was, I thought it was kind of a bummer. I thought it was a sad announcement. Maybe it's because I'm sad. Maybe it's because I'm sad he's retiring. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm projecting. Um, But usually I feel like athletes, when they announce their retirement, it's like, a, it's like a party. Or at the very least, you know, maybe when it's, you know, a young guy like, uh, Calvin Johnson or Patrick Willis or one of these younger guys who retired, you know, because they were just getting banged up too much. Maybe they, it's not a big celebration for them. All right. Like it's sort of depressing for them because they want to keep playing, but they can't. All right. I understand that. That's not what's happening with Tom Brady here. Tom Brady could keep playing if he wanted to. Um, I think we all agree with that. I don't think anybody thinks that he's unable to play in the NFL. He's still a, quality NFL quarterback. Is he as good as he was even last year or the year before? I don't know, but he can still he can still do it. So it's not that. I think it's maybe more just uh I think what it really is is that he realizes how tough it is to set up a situation that you want, you know? This isn't the NBA where you get you and your friends to two max slots and you go and you play and that's it. If you're Tom Brady and you, you know, you can probably figure out which teams want you. But then they have to do more than just sign you in order for it to work. You know, like the whole thing with the Buccaneers, he could have just gone to the Buccaneers. But without Gronkowski, without Antonio Brown, without, you know, some other moves that were made. And listen, any team would do that. Any team would make those moves if it means you get Tom Brady three years ago. Um, I don't know if it's that same kind of thing now. I just don't know. But I do think it's hard to sort of set up the perfect situation. I do think the San Francisco 49ers are making a mistake. The Niners came out and said, you know what? I don't think we're going to go with a veteran quarterback. I don't think we need it. Look how look how far we made it with Brock Purdy. Look how far we made it with Jimmy Garoppolo. Look at what we've done, you know, with these other quarterbacks. And we still have Trey Lance. And we still can develop him, even though, you know, so far that's gone about as bad as it possibly can. I think that is a really dumb way of looking at it. I think that's almost, in some ways, there's a type of Belichickian arrogance there. Hey, you know what? doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Anybody can run my system, and we can get all the way to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, and lose. We can get all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and lose because you can't throw a pass. Your great offense there, Shanahan, can't really be run all that well because the quarterback, you don't trust him to throw more than 10 passes. I don't even think he threw that many. You know, so how great is this offense really if you have to completely change it and make Raheem uh, Mostert your uh, your main guy? That's why you lost that Super Bowl. That's why you lost, The reason why you lost in the, in the NFC Championship game had, I think, something to do with the fact that your quarterbacks weren't uh, who you wanted. You know, it's kind of a kind of an important aspect to all of this. And if you think, well, anyway, look what Brock Purdy did. Yeah, Brock Purdy got you pretty far. Imagine how far you could get with Tom Brady. We don't need Tom Brady. Look what we did with Brock Purdy. Like that's you know what I mean. That's that sort of thinking. And Bill Belichick was with Tom Brady for twenty years, so obviously you know take this with a grain of salt. But it's that same kind of anybody can run my system. I can get anybody in here. Tim Rattay could get in here and run this. 
What Joe Judge say? Oh, we need the top 15 quarterback running this system, and we could be contending for championships every single year. Yeah, but can you win any? You going to win any with that top 15 guy, with that not Tom Brady? You going to win any championships out there, Shanahan, with Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy? Or do you maybe want to bring in someone with a championship pedigree to push you over the top? That's what I would think you'd want to do. That's what I think you'd want to do. Is anyone challenging Tom Brady? I say no. There's a lot of Patrick Mahomes talk coming out. Well, Patrick Mahomes, if he wins a few more. Yeah, if he wins a few more, what? If he wins a few more, then he'll have three, four. And I'd imagine you'd have to spread those out over a couple of years here because I don't think the Chiefs are some dominant team that's going to be just racking up Super Bowls every every season. They may, be, they may be in the mix every year, but I don't think they're good enough to be winning every year uh, or even making it to the Super Bowl every year. I think there's going to be other challengers in the AFC who are going to, you know, I don't think the Chiefs are going to fall out completely, but I do think that they're going to deal with challenges every year, and sometimes they're going to get overtaken. I just think that's inevitable. There's going to be years where Mahomes can't finish the year because he's banged up. There's going to be years where something else happens. You know, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't see them having that same sort of staying power. But if they do, if they do, I could see Mahomes moving up those lists. I could see him being, you know, up on the up on the top five or the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks eventually. I don't think it's going to take more than winning one more. Uh, you're probably going to have to win at least two or three more for that to really be the case. But whatever, I could see that happening. Also, Andy Reid, who's only 60 wins behind Belichick, who's chasing Shula. Andy Reid has got Mahomes now, and I don't know how much longer Reid wants to coach. But Mahomes is there in Kansas City long-term and Reed's there, and I just sort of feel like, you know, <laughs> that could be a team that's winning 11, 12 games a year for the next five, six years. He's 60, Reed's 64. If he plays six more years and wins 12 games a year, it's 72 wins. You know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden, Belichick plodding along at seven, eight wins a year to catch Shula, and he retires after he does it, and now here comes Andy Reid. It's just another thing to think about. Uh, 617-779-7937, there's the phone number. Let's go to the phones here um, and talk to Johnny, who is in Brooklyn. My man, Johnny, how you doing? Arcan the Baptist. What's up, my dude? What's up, dude? How are you? I'm good, man. Let me ask you this. Uh, I think there's a take that was so bad it requires an apology, and that was Bill Simmons saying that Tom Brady was seriously a candidate come back to the Patriots is that not the worst take of the year um I I mean it's a bad take I don't think there's any I don't think there was any chance of that happening uh prior you think to come back and play or to come back and sign like a one-day contract no I think he thought he was going to come well you're saying he's going to come back and play and it's just nonsense and you, we both know it's nonsense I think he, he should have us an apology yeah it's but a pretty bad it's a pretty bad take I'm not going to get on Simmons case because I didn't hear him say it but I'll take your word for it John well, take my word for it, Arcand, right. if you will. And so, okay, on the trade deadline with the Celtics, if I may, uh, I want to know, do you think um, the guy, uh, Grant Williams, he's definitely movable, but I'm wondering if Brad's looking at him thinking about the defense he played on Giannis and uh, KD last year in the playoffs, thinking that they want to hold on to him for that. And uh, I'm wondering, you know, what do you think we're going to see? Are we getting anybody? Is the buyout market, is there anybody good coming you have a good weekend, buddy. You're the best. Thanks, Thanks Johnny. Appreciate it. Thanks for the nice words, too. Um, I, I'll tell you what. The only thing I want to see the Celtics do with the trade deadline, if they do anything, and I do think this is important that they do, but if they do anything at all, i like to see them get a couple of bodies in that can play on the wing. Um, if that means, I don't know if you have to trade Grant Williams to do that, although he is one of your backup wings right now. He's not much of a wing. He's more of a plotting, undersized big man. 
uh, than a wing. But he did play good defense on Giannis and Durant last year in the playoffs. That's true. I don't know if uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're going to count on that every every year or every night. Um, he was pretty bad last night too, by the way. Grant Williams, he had a tough night last night, boy. Him and Tatum both. Uh, but I think that that position has to be more than him and Sam Hauser. I think Grant Williams is probably better off rotating with you know the bigs because once you get to the end of the year, I mean Blake Griffin and Luke Corner, those guys aren't going to get minutes. I just feel like that's when Grant's going to have to rotate in with Horford and maybe Williams and. You know, that's that's sort of what the what the big rotation is going to look more like, barring injury. If the guys get injured, then, you know, you got to have to deal with that. Uh, and Williams gets injured all the time. So, I mean, that's very possible. But uh, right now, that's sort of where I see him. And Sam Hauser, I just sort of see as some bench shooter that you don't really expect much more out of. There's more versatile wings that you could bring in just for no other reason than to give Tatum and Brown a break with the minutes. I mean, that's all, and you don't have to worry as much about some of their shortcomings. And, like, I like Hauser, but when he's not hitting his threes, he's kind of useless. Uh, you know, he had that one game where he had a couple block shots, but, like, I don't really consider him a particularly impressive defender. And if his shot's not going in, which, you know, it's 50-50 these days with him, uh, if he's going to have a good night shooting or not, then I, I don't know. I just I, don't, I think you can do better. I think you can do better. You can bring in guys who can do more. And um, listen, I know at the beginning of the year, a guy like Harrison Barnes is probably exactly who I was talking about. Sacramento's the three seed right now, so I don't think that's happening. <laughs> I don't think the Sacramento Kings are giving up anything. They're going to just keep rolling with what they got. This is the best year they've had since uh, since uh, Vladi Divac was there. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, who would you just play? Uh, Phoenix, Jay Crowder, he's been sitting around. Um, you know, there's the Reggie Bullock, you know, somebody like that. Bullock over there in, in Dallas, you know, that's a guy I'd be okay with. Just a just a nondescript sort of swing man. Doesn't have to even be a great shooter. Doesn't have to be a great defender. A good one would be fine. But uh, that's what I'm looking for. If the Celtics do anything at the trade deadline, I hope it's something like that. I do. And they have pieces they could part with. You know, they have like, four point guards on this team. No team needs four point guards. Uh, you can move on from one of them. You know, I have opinions on which one, but if it means you can bring in someone that can help out uh, Tatum and Brown on the wing a little bit, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I think that's what this team needs more than anything else. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. David's in the car. Hey, David. Hey, good afternoon, Kenny. I appreciate you. I know I, I missed it just you and Meg. I, I thought you guys were doing a real good job. Just two of you. Well, thanks, dude. I understand you brought in somebody else. Yeah, I that Jones is a real bummer, isn't he? What a, what a bummer that guy is. Yeah, he's just—he he needs to let you guys talk. He I agree. I agree. He—he he, he wants to get in every last word. But uh, okay, so I have a comment on uh, Brady, the Chiefs, and, and the Niners, and I'll make it quick. Brady, it's very sad to see him retire. I—I I was really hoping one more year out of him at the level he's playing at his age. It's just—it's unbelievable. I don't think football fans—I'm not just talking Patriots fans—football fans do not appreciate this guy the way they should. We will never, ever anything like it again ever okay that that is in writing if it's not it should be mm -hmm. now as far as far as the chiefs I, I don't think they have longevity here they're lucky to be where they are playing the super bowl if it wasn't for some calls and and, and the bengals a couple of bad plays and, and the help of the referees they, they wouldn't be there they they didn't win that game by a large margin where we can say they deserve to be there they were lucky now the 49ers i agree with you i think they're making a mistake not going with the veteran quarterback I don't think we'll see him next year in the NFC Championship. First of all, now you have a few games that uh, Brock Perry played. Now you have a lot of film on him to study him. At first, you didn't. So it makes it a little more you know, difficult for teams to prepare for him. 
But now that they do, you know, it's like it's it's going to be easier on teams to prepare for them. Mm-hmm. And, and and I do believe that's a mistake. And, and what I really wanted to see, believe it or not, I wanted to see Brady one year with a Niners. I really did. I wanted to see that too, David. I thought that would have been pretty cool. I thought that would have been a cool thing to see. I thought Brady in Miami with the Dolphins would have been very interesting, especially for the AFC East. I mean, my God. Tom Brady with those guys finishing out his career in a place he wants to be. And listen, I still think that there's a slight chance that door's still open. What Miami say? We're committed to Tua. Okay, is Tua playing football? Because if he's not, sounds like Brady's sticking in Miami. Like, that's where he's going to live. That's where he's going to be. And would it just so happen that at some point here in this offseason, Tua Tagovailoa decides, you know what, I I can't keep playing football. I can't. It would be shocking if that happened. But would it really? A guy that young retiring from football, it would that, that headline would shock you. But the fact that he had all these concussions this last year and the way his coaches in the front office talked about it wouldn't really be shocking at all. And look who just happens to be down there in Miami just living his life when something like that maybe happens. Listen, I mean, I don't think that's a crazy take or even a crazy sort of prognostication. Uh, 617-779-7937 is the phone number. Quick break. Uh, When we come back, let's talk about why Brady retired. Why didn't he go out into free agency and uh, pick a team that he wanted to go play for? We'll discuss that right after trending. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. You're listening to Christian Arcan on WEEI. Tampa Bay, where Tampa Brady is just a R&D away from making that a reality, and research and development will tell you, Jason Light did the right thing, putting all this together. One more snap, would you have guessed, when this impossible season was trying to launch, that you'd get it all in, you'd get to Tampa, and when the Super Bowl ended, the ball would be in the hands of Tom Brady. That was a couple years ago. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady now retired and free as a bird. It's Christian Arcan here. Boston Sports Original, WEEI. We'll get to your phone calls here in just a minute. We'll also be joined by Kyrie Thompson here in about five minutes. Uh, we'll get his take on the news of the week, Tom Brady's retirement and everything else that's gone on here. A couple of other things. Um, should Brady sign a one-day contract with the Patriots? I say no. I say no. If I'm Tom Brady, I say no. As a Patriots fan, would I like to see it? I guess it doesn't really. I don't feel a type of way about it. I don't. Whether he signs a contract at the end to, you know, stay, whatever, like, I, that doesn't mean anything to me. It really doesn't. I was watching that 30 for 30 about uh, the tuck rule today. It's pretty good 30 for 30. I like the whole interaction with him and Charles Woodson. I like the whole thing. And what I really liked, and I sort of forgot about this the first time around. I watched it when it first came out. But at the very end, they do this, like, alternate timeline of what would happen if it was called a fumble. And they have the Raiders winning the Super Bowl and then the next Super Bowl. And they have Brady getting benched. And then, you know, Bledsoe's the starter the next year. And he's playing, you know, they're playing pool. And Brady's like, yeah, I think I probably would have been the uh, – you know, they probably would have said, oh, Bledsoe would have seen that blitz coming and they would have gone back to him. And to that, I say, I don't I don't think so. I don't think Belichick ever liked Bledsoe. Um, I think Belichick was happy to get Brady in there. And even if they had lost in the first round, I mean, you think about guys like Brock Purdy and, you know, some of these other, you know, the Haneke uh, a couple years ago, your rookie who goes on this, you know, sort of, charmed run and then it gets upended in the first round you know it gets upended on the in your first playoff game and it's over the thing is he didn't just win that game they upset the Steelers and then they went on and beat the Rams and then they won the next year and then they won you know not the next year but two years later and they won in 04 and three years later they had the you know undefeated team that got upset at the end it was the anniversary of that the other day and the anniversary of uh, Super Bowl 36 which we debated a little bit. I still think 36 was the bigger Super Bowl, even if 42 was the bigger upset. Uh, the launch of the Tom Brady era, I just think, was, you know, that's just so important to the history of the league. And uh, I don't I don't know if anything's... There's maybe been better games, but that was one of the great games, too. 
I think that the way that game ended, that uh, game-winning drive, Brady against the Rams, Diva, I mean, that was that was a tremendous game, I thought. It was just, at the very least, as exciting as that uh, seven this little dinky game with the Giants. I don't even think either team broke 20 points. Uh, 617-779-7937 is the phone number. Um, before we talk to Kyrie Thompson, let's go to Luke and Peabody with a uh, Celtics trade. Go ahead, Luke. Hey, how you doing, Arkan? How you doing? I'm doing good, doing good. Uh, I was just wondering what you think we'd have to give up to get Buddy healed, and if we could, you know, not give up a first round pick to get him. I'd love to have him. Nice little, nice come in, shoot the ball, play some defense. Yeah, Luke, I like Buddy healed too. Um, you know, I think I feel like he's fallen off this year. Am I wrong? Has Buddy healed sort of had a? Uh, is he kind of fallen off a little bit? I know he's on the Pacers now, and he was part of that the the Sabonis trade, but. Um, I don't know. What's he up to this year? I guess it's not too bad. 17 points, shooting 45%. Um, yeah, I mean, that that's the type of player that I want. You know, a swingman, a guy who can shoot like Buddy Heald is fine with me too. Uh, good shooter, Heald still is. He's old. He's like 30. But you know what? That's sort of what I'm looking for, a veteran swingman, someone who wants to, you know, maybe chase a ring a little bit. I'm, I'm fine with that. Um. He's maybe not everything I want, but you know what? You don't always get everything you want. If you, you can shake him loose from uh, from Indiana for a couple of picks, maybe you know a couple of guys down the roster a little bit, I'd I'd explore that for sure. Um, I like Buddy Hilt. I'd like him in a Celtics uniform, sure, no question about it. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is the phone number. But right now, joining us on the Harbor One Hotline, uh, he writes about the Patriots for us right here at wei dot com. Talking, of course, about the great Kyrie Thompson, who joins me here on uh, once again the Harbor One Hotline. Kyrie, how you doing, man? Long time no talk. Yeah, no, man. Saturday service now. That is correct. The uh, Saturday service is a little bit different, <laughs> different congregation, but uh, we're doing what we can. Um, Kyrie, let's go ahead and start with the news of the week. Tom Brady announcing his retirement. I don't know how you felt about this. I certainly was of the belief that he was going to take full advantage of free agency, go out there and set up the perfect situation for him to have one last uh, shot at a Super Bowl with. Instead, he retires. I guess the question is why? Why did he retire, do you think? I mean, I think there was a nagging thought that maybe he would retire. I mean, first of all, there was there was his word that he was going to play until he was 45. And, I mean, that's not to say that he couldn't play longer. I mean, clearly the guy can still play football. Right. But I really just think that there, there's this part where I, I think about the way that his video went and really just the way that he appeared in terms of body language this year. I feel like this season cost him a lot to, to go ahead and, and run this back unretire, go back into it, you know, the personal life, uh, you know, and, and and the season just straight up didn't go the way that he wanted it to go. And I just feel like, especially when you're talking about a guy who's 45 years old, still going out and doing this at a high level, at some point, you just got to realize the guy's not a machine. Like, I feel like we, we just got this thought that he's just a machine that goes out there and all he does is live, breathe a chance to go win a Super Bowl. And I think we're just finding that he's not. I mean, he's he's a person. He gets tired, and I think he's just tired. Yeah, he certainly looked tired. He looked kind of fed up. But doesn't doesn't every football player in the world feel like that right after the season ends, Kyrie? I mean, it's not you know that's not a super unique thing. Like uh, yeah, even even for an old 45. guy, it's true. Most, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but most of them aren't forty five and have played for twenty three years and won seven Super Bowls and everything else that the guy's done. I mean. 
the, the fact that he's still doing what he what he's doing at this age, like I mean, he's just operating on sheer love of the game and just wanting to go out there and say, okay, like I, I think I can still do this at a high level. I think I can still do this. But I mean, at, at this point, what's he trying to prove? Right? He doesn't need to prove anything else to us. He doesn't need to win another Super Bowl to cement his place in in the annals of league history, of American sports or worldwide sports history. He doesn't need any more titles. He That's true, but didn't anything. we didn't we say this exact same thing? We had these exact same points last year. I mean, he didn't need to prove anything last year either. I think that probably he wanted to do what he said he wanted to do, which was play till he was forty five. Mm-hmm. Like that, and I mean, obviously, I haven't talked to him. I don't know this. But I, I feel like I could absolutely see that being a thing where he's like, you know what? Okay, I've done enough. You know, I had, I had a good last game, you know, good comeback or whatever. Um, you know, personal life is a little bit on the rocks. You know, maybe I should go ahead and step away from the game. And then he's just thinking to himself, I said I could play till 45. I want to play till 45, man. And he goes out there and he does it. And then he finds, man, was that really worth it <laughs> for all of that? I, I think that there's, it might boil down to something as simple as that. I, I just, to me, I don't feel like he left anything on the table. I, I mean, to, to me, I just think that it's up to him entirely when he decides he wants to hang it up, how he wants to hang it up. And I don't think any less of him for doing that. I don't feel like misled or, or something was taken away from me, like the fact that he's not going out and doing this. I mean, come on, man. 23 years he gave everything to the game. He can step away whenever he wants. Absolutely. I mean, no one's, no one's, well, I mean, some people are. I'm not, I'm not some questioning people, some that. Some people are. <laughs> some people are. are. But when you say he's not leaving anything on the table, I think we both agree. If he was the quarterback of the Niners, they could be playing in the Super Bowl right now. So he may be leaving something on the table in that regard. Sure. But again, does he value that enough to go for it? Right. And I feel like, and I mean, maybe you never know. In a couple of months, maybe he could be like, you know what, man? I think I could go win a Super Bowl with the Niners. And then he comes back at age 46 and tries to give it a go. That could absolutely happen. I mean, look, last year when he retired, I didn't believe it. I was just like, you know what? This feels fast. This feels rushed. Like, he could, un- he could unannounce at any point, and then it lasted 40 days. I mean, I really feel like the way this unfolded, there's more of a chance that it sticks this time. But, yeah, if, if you want to talk about if, if Tom Brady just the – I'm addicted to football. You know, competitive guy is just like, you know what, man? I know I, I can still play. Mm. Last year, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't all me. Like, I could, I could absolutely go out there and spin it for the 49ers. All I got to do is hand the ball off, throw it to Debo Samuel, let the defense do what it does. But again, you're talking about, even if you get Wednesday practices off, 18 at least more weeks of the same grind over and over and over again. And all the things that you, that you miss with your family, and, and, and in particular, right, if his kids are staying in Florida, you're going to go all the way across the country, right, and, and be literally across the United States from, from his family. That, I mean, that could be another part of this. So, yeah, if you want to say it that way, like he absolutely could still participate for a championship team. He could, but is it worth it? Yeah, it's a fair question, absolutely. Kyrie Thompson joining me here on a WEEI. Kyrie, um, what does this do for the quarterback market now this offseason? Oh, it's going to get fun, especially with the draft, because now you're, you're taking uh, you know, a potential, whether it's NFC, AFC quarterback off the table, I think you could see guys start to get a little bit, or teams start to get a little bit desperate for a, like a Derek Carr type, because 
He's not changing his ultimatum for wanting to be traded. I believe it's February 9th. So he wants to get dealt by that point. And so, you know, you're going to see teams be like, man, okay, uh, Derek Carr is fine. Uh, how, how many first-round picks do we need to give up or, 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 or like, whatever to, to make that happen? Or if he gets cut, okay, uh, $40 million for Derek Carr because, I mean, he's, he's good enough for what we need. And then you're going to be talking about the draft as well. You know, some of these, these bad teams that are going to be, you know, okay, falling all over themselves to potentially – you know, move up to number one or number four or whatever it is. And so I, it would be it would be just as interesting probably if Tom Brady was still in the mix. Because, I mean, look, bad teams that need quarterback help are bad teams that need quarterback help. Or teams that think they're a quarterback away are right. still going to go out and hunt for one one way or another. But the fact that he is no longer involved, this is going to be so interesting. Because now we're going to find out just how desperate a team is going to get for a middle-of-the-road dude for a team like the Titans or like the 49ers who view themselves as, okay, we're playoff contenders now. We're championship contenders now. Do we go ahead and just just go for it all with a totally mid-quarterback or something like that and, and, see, and see how we do? And then, of course, you're talking about Tom Brady's gone now. The, the top of the quarterback market now, or, or the top of the quarterback pecking order in the NFL, now firmly starts behind Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. But then who steps up? Uh, yeah, all of those are uh, certainly fair as well. Kyrie, before we let you go here, um, did you happen to catch the Shrine Bowl, any of that Shrine Bowl? I got to check a little bit of it, but, you know, that dad life, you know, it, it kind of kind of uh, interrupts some things. I was trying to watch the the Senior Bowl a little bit as well. I will say this: uh, I'm I'm working on getting uh, a certain very interesting prospect from around this neck of the woods for the First and Foxborough podcast uh, coming up this week. Oh, he's one of those guys. Uh, Zay Flowers, uh, I mean, is one of those guys that BC. really seem to light things up down there at Las Vegas this week. I'm going to be really interested to, to see whether or not the Patriots have a shot at drafting him because he really does feel like a Patriots wide receiver. He's not the biggest guy, but he's ridiculously quick. He just gets open. He's one of the best separators in the class. And I was very interested to see some of the other prospects that were, at least some of the positions in particular, and it sounds like the Patriots were very interested in some corners, some linebackers that were getting lots of shout-outs from the Patriots coaching staff that I'm going to be going into a little bit uh, this next week when I round up some of the most interesting prospects from the last week. So I, I feel like while we know that the Patriots need some offensive linemen, we could see some positions getting drafted that perhaps we weren't looking for in April. Interesting. And you know what? Just based on that one game, I'd say the uh, Patriots coaching staff had their imprint all over it with no uh, offensive touchdowns and a bunch of field goals. I'd say that was very on brand for the way that uh, for the way that the season went for them. <laughs> hey, hey, we just got to give give Bill O'Brien a little bit of time. All right. But but also that, that's another thing I wrote about this earlier in the week. Apparently, uh, his uh, coaching style is very upfront, very aggressive and in your face. And he was definitely making himself known. We'll see how much that actually translated into anything good. But I'll say this. The Patriots aren't going to have to worry about getting coached harder. Yeah, uh, certainly doesn't seem that way. Real quick, just because you brought that up, 
when Mac Jones said those things about being coach starter, is that what you think he meant? You know, you wanted more Bill O'Brien style. Is that what he was sort of hoping for and asking for, or was it something else? I don't think that he meant Bill O'Brien style in terms of I want to get screamed at more, right. <laughs> but I do think it was Bill O'Brien style of can I get more details in this joint? I, can you tell me why I need to be doing something? And that was the thing that really popped out to me right away when we started hearing some of those reports that Mac Jones is a why, why, why guy. And I was like, I bet you it's because those dudes on the coaching staff just don't know how to coach him. They don't have the answers. Bill O'Brien is going to have the answers. That is not something that they are going to have to worry about. He is going to be able to tell you when you draw up a play or why, or, or when you rep something in practice and, and they say, okay, what do we do if the defense is just this? Or why do you want me looking here when the defense does this? He's going to be able to tell you. Mac Jones needs those details. That is how he operates. He is a problem solver. That's what he talks about all the time. And Bill O'Brien is going to help him solve problems in a way that Matt Patricia and Joe Judge and even Bill Belichick could not help him do last year. All right, we'll leave it right there then. Kyrie Thompson, thanks so much for the time today. Certainly appreciate uh, you uh, jumping on with me. And if you like what you heard, you can check out his stuff at weei.com. Kyrie, thanks so much. Thank you, man. All right, once again, Kyrie Thompson joining me here on the program. 617-779-7937 is the phone number. I'll wrap it with your phone calls next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We're back to Christian Arcan on WEEI. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is your phone number. It's Arcan here with you for about I don't know ten more minutes or so, and then I'll be passing it off to the Bradfoe Show. Rob Bradford coming up next, taking you up until six o'clock. Uh, so stay tuned for him for sure. Let's get to the phones. 
We'll do this diplomatically here. Paulie in the truck's been waiting the longest. My good friend Paulie. How you doing, Paulie? Hey, what do you say, Christian brother? Nice to talk to you. Again. What's happening? As always. Uh, what's happening? <laughs> with Tom Tom Brady. Tom Brady's calling out a hand on this one. Like I told you everybody last year and I was right, he wanted to go to San Fran. And Glazer stopped him, so Glazer's dreaming if he beats he, Brady's going to sign there. Paulie, you thought he was going to sign here. I heard you call this day. I heard you call all uh, over the city saying right, he was going to sign Last here. year. Last year, Christian. <laughs> okay. Last year. All last right. year, I told everybody he wanted to go to San Fran. Glazer wouldn't let him out of his contract. So he's not going to get the one-year contract. And neither is Kraft for pushing him for Alon Belichick to push him out. Okay? He wants to keep, like I told you last year, he wanted to go to San Fran. He wants to come here. He's calling you in right now. You, if, if, if you're reading this correctly, I read this like a book, Christian. He's calling your hand right now. Who's saying, hand? Okay, fine. The Patriots uh, hand? The Patriots hand, yeah. This is where he wants to go. To like play? I told you last year he wanted to go to San Fran. He wanted to come back here this year. The Crafts wanted him back. All in the wing wants him back. Patriot Nation wants him back. Eight out of ten people anyway. And... Polly, he does not want to come back here. I'm sorry. I have other calls to get to, and I don't have a lot of time. i got to let you go. He does not want to come back here. I don't even think he wants to sign a one-day contract here, okay? He definitely doesn't want to come back and play here in New England. Why would he want to do that? Why would he want to come back here now (laughs) after the season that just happened and play on this team? He was here. I mean, he was in New England. He was in New England in 2018, 2019. And he was on a team that was kind of like this team, you know? Like, it wasn't too far off. A team that, if he wasn't on it, probably would have been just slightly under 500 and just missed the playoffs. Instead, they played on wild card weekend, and they got smoked at home by the Titans. And his last throw as a Patriot was a Logan Ryan pick six. And Ryan uh, did the Benny Biggle wiggle right into the end zone there. (laughs) And it was a tough way to go out. I don't think he's, like, thinking back to those days and going, ooh, yeah. Oh, man, give me me another slice of that. I need I need to get back to that. Those were the good old days. Like now, there were some good old days here in New England for sure. But those days were lo- they're way in the rearview mirror. And uh, if he was going to come back, I don't think it was going to be here. I think it was more likely he was going to the Dolphins or the Niners or one of these other teams. I think even like Vegas or something else. I think New England, if it was even on the list, was at the bottom. Um, let's go to Richard, who is in Harwick. Hey, Richard. Hey, how you doing? What's up? Um, Tom Brady, I, I, I want to bring something up. I want to throw something on the table. Mm-hmm. You know, Tom Brady, 23 years. I'm a Patriots fan, diehard. But one thing, I, you know, one thing I know for sure, you read about, uh, I know for a fact, Bobby Orr, the great Bruins great, and Lawrence Taylor, the great Giants linebacker. Mm-hmm. These guys, they get out of bed in the morning, and, they, you know, in their 30s and 40s, and they, they're like septuagenarians or octogenarians. It takes them an hour or two to get moving. Sure. I think Tom Brady's smart. Health, I mean, when you get old, I mean, I'm in my late 60s. You know, why gamble with your health? Bobby, Bobby yeah. Orr is 74 years old right now, by the way. But, Richard, Tom Brady just played a season of football at 45. Like, if he wanted yeah. to take care of his health, he could have retired a decade ago. I know. Have you seen him in the morning? I mean, have I seen I him in the morning? No, Richard. Unfortunately, I have not uh, had the pleasure of seeing Tom Brady in the morning and how he's moving around. That is not uh, not something that's ever happened for me. I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you what Brady's like in the morning. I would imagine probably you know there's a reason why he needs so many uh, deep tissue massages there from uh, from his buddy Guerrero, and it's because he's probably pretty banged up. And at 45 years old, do I think he can still go play football? Absolutely, I do. Absolutely, I do. Um, 
David Ortiz at the end of his career. I mean, he could barely stand on those ankles of his, and he still went out there, plunked 38 home runs. You know, you can still you can still do it. That doesn't mean it's good for your body. And I don't think that Tom Brady's doing his body any favors by playing football for 23 years. I just, you know what I mean? Like that's a that's a bit of a reach, I would say. Um, let's try Charlie in Jamaica Plain. Go ahead, Charlie. Hey, how you doing? Real quick, um, just want to make a couple points. I know you're in a rush. First of all, I want to say I do think he should come back at least for that one day uh, uh, contract to retire, and then that's it. Only because, like, I'm following up on what you said in regards to. Uh, Belichick liked Bledsoe instead of, uh, I mean, excuse me, liked him instead of Bledsoe. So I think he should come back for that one day. Another thing I want to say is, is the last couple of days, they've been, of course, talking about Joe Montana's better than him. But I want to state that when he went to Tampa Bay, at least he won a Super Bowl. When uh, Montana went to Kansas City, he didn't. Um, he should have sure. also, in the last, within the last three years of him playing with Tampa Bay, not this year, of course, but he could have easily won the MVP uh, instead of, um, uh, what's Rogers. his name, uh, Rodgers. Yep. You know, and, and this year everybody said he stinked, but he came in third place of, of passing yards. And I also think had he stayed with us those three years that he just gave Tampa Bay, I think they would have built around him and we and we uh, was able to squeeze in another uh Super Bowl. I don't know, Charlie. They tried to build an offense here, and I don't know if it was good. And I mean, I'm sorry. I don't know if Kendrick Bourne and uh, Nelson Aguilar and Henry and Jonu Smith is going to be enough for even Brady to, to elevate to a Super Bowl. I hate to tell you. Um, the Joe Montana thing, I know that was just Mike Francesa and that Mike and Mad Dog reunion there with Stephen A. Smith. He didn't say that Montana was better than Brady. He said that Montana was better in the Super Bowl than Brady. And I guess that's technically true, even though Brady has more Super Bowls. Montana never lost in one, never threw an interception. He was great in the Super Bowls. That's true. But Brady has also won more playoff games than Montana's played in, right? So I think I think it's like Brady's won 35 playoff games and Montana's played in 23. I think Montana's like 16 and 7 in the playoffs or something like that, and Brady's 35 and 12 or whatever. So, all right, fine. By that very narrow thing, you can say, all right, you got the you got the edge on Brady there. Montana's the greatest Super Bowl quarterback of all time, but Brady's a better playoff quarterback. He's a better playoff quarterback than Montana. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and you're right. That other part's right, too. He went to uh, he went to Tampa Bay, won right away. Montana went to Kansas City, and when he retired, he went back to San Francisco and announced his retirement. That's true. He didn't announce it in Kansas City. He didn't sit on the beach, you know, or whatever. I don't even know. What do you have in Kansas City? He didn't He didn't stand under the ark or whatever. Or is that St. Louis? What's even in Kansas City? Is- Ponds. There's River, a pond? River? I, I don't know. Ron, ponds and rivers. He sat over there next to the pond and shot a video. No, 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 no. He flew back out to San Francisco and stood out in the middle of some big square in San Francisco and had a big announcement with a whole bunch of people all there cheering him on. All right? So, I mean, you know, there's no doubt about where uh, where his bread was buttered there, Joe Montana. But with Brady, it's different. And Brady doesn't owe uh, the Patriots, fans, ownership, coaches, anything. Nothing. Tom Brady owes them Nothing. Did Bill Belichick stick with him instead of Drew Bledsoe? Yes, he did. Who was who benefited more from the other one? Who was be, was Tom Brady better for Bill Belichick or was Belichick better for Brady? You tell me. I think that answer is clear. Robert Kraft was uh, Tom Brady better for Robert Kraft or was Robert Kraft better for Tom Brady? I mean, is this even <laughs> is this even a question? I don't think it is. I think it's the easiest question in the world. Tom Brady was the reason why they were able to build that whole thing up to what it was. Patriot place that was built on the back of Tom Brady and his greatness. Okay. Bill Belichick being called the greatest of all time was on the back of Tom Brady and his greatness. It was, I don't think there's any doubt about that anymore. And uh, that's just about all the time I have here. 
I want to uh, tell you to stay tuned because Rob Bradford, I just saw roaming the hallway. He's coming up next, the Bradford Show, taking you up until 6 o'clock. I want to say big thank you to my guests, John Corrales, who joined me at 2.30, and also to Kyrie Thompson, who I talked to just now at 3.30. If you missed any part of the show, you can check it out at weei.com or uh, tap on the Odyssey app. Um, Andrew, great job. Thank you. And, it's a pleasure. Uh, we'll talk to you on Monday at 2 o'clock along with Jones and Mego right here on Boston Sports Original WEEI. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.